0: War is not the answer Soldiers in the name of democracy!
1: Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms, the podcast about the music less traveled by this pop obsessed host, Amy, who can't spell psychedelic, and
0: me,
2: Jason, the psychedelic rock and disco aficionado.
1: Hey, how are you?
2: You know, just still reeling from that from that Lady Gaga halftime show performance.
1: <laughs> oh, it was pretty good. It was sneakily protesty.
2: It was, but if standing up for everyone's rights is protesty, then I guess.
1: Uh yes, it's uh, yes that's technically that's what, what her music is all what, about <laughs> right. But that's what the protest is. Are you in an echo chamber on your um Facebook?
2: Yeah, I love it.
1: Okay, so I'm not in an echo chamber, but all of the hardcore Republicans thought she didn't make any statements about the state of the country.
2: Mm, most of them may have never heard any of her music before.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was pretty cool that I mean people. Didn't seem to notice just because they like Lady Gaga, but we all know what she meant. So, um, we're, we're now on part two of the protesting episode. And <laughs> so we're like, I guess, uh, we're hoping that nobody's lost steam on their protesting.
2: No, I haven't lost steam. I've gained more steam. I'm steamy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, um, I did hear about a website where you can get involved locally. In all of your um, local protest events and everything, it's indivisible.com, you can like do a uh, quick zip code search and you can find out groups and you can find out about protests or hop- ha- happening locally. It's a little easier to search than Facebook. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool and it's mostly about standing like indivisible and resisting the current administration.
2: That's what we need.
1: Yeah. Oh, and of course, uh, the Ninth Circuit just uh, upheld the um, restraining order against the, you know, the immigration ban. So that's a win. All that protesting at the airports last week may have worked just a bit
2: protesting. <laughs> Everyone needs to do it.
1: <laughs> so, either way, like um we we still got so many songs to cover on this episode and we still have the second half of Craig's interview. So, let's go ahead and roll into that. Now, where do we know Craig from?
2: Craig is on the Eureka podcast,
1: which there should be a new episode out uh, about 2 days before this one drops. So, go listen to it. Episode like 202 so let's go ahead and listen to the second half of Craig's interview.
0: By the way, Craig, I love drummer jokes. <laughs> uh, my my most hated drummer is actually where I got that joke. I heard it from Lars Ulrich of all people. <laughs> Lars Ulrich can go fuck himself.
1: <laughs> well, this is going to be the curse heavy uh, episode. I can't believe you, Craig. You're not cussing.
0: Uh I don't know. It's I I, I I've cursed some. Uh, okay. I don't I remember. I do can try and do it more.
1: Oh, no pressure. It's already like 33 minutes in. I don't oh, think
0: you... No. <laughs> Quit fucking around, Craig. <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus. That'll end up being our, like, uh, our, uh, what's that? The Easter egg. Easter egg, in. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how many episodes have you listened to of ours? Because you're not a podcast listener.
0: Um, I don't know. You've done uh, 17, so I've probably listened to uh, 10 or 12, maybe. Wow. Nice.
1: Can't believe that. Carl. I'm
0: not. I'm not
2: bothered. much of a podcast listener either. Until Amy got me into podcasting,
1: and now you listen to earbuds I, and earworms. I used
0: <laughs> to listen to a lot. Like I was on a, like a heavy rotation of probably like ten or twelve. But my, with the way my job is now and the way my ADD takes over, that if I don't if I do that, the next thing I know, I'm like four hours into a Wikipedia rabbit hole, and I haven't done any work all day. So yeah,
1: I've done I, that too. I, I, I
0: have to. I have to uh have music going on in the background because it's just less distracting.
1: oh, I have another question um when you used to work at Hastings, which customers did you hate the most?
0: I was all of them for one, but <laughs> I actually worked in the back room, so I didn't deal with customers. you Sorry. lucky guy yeah, i was i I was working and receiving so i worked I worked in two small record stores in Bartlett
2: uh a suburb of Memphis where I grew up, and it was it was weird.
1: See, so now all I all I want is like a tall grass right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, there's like no booze juice at the house.
0: I'm surprised. So. I'm surprised it's in Memphis.
1: Oh yeah, um, we were looking at a tall grass earlier. Uh, let me think. It was a stout.
0: Buffalo we, sweat.
1: Yes, Buffalo sweat is carried at our grocery store.
2: Nice. Which one?
1: Buffalo sweat.
2: No, which store? Uh, the.
1: I'm sorry. The the newest Kroger, the one that the Union Kroger,
0: the bougie Kroger,
1: yeah, the bougie Kroger, See,
0: Tennessee apparently. Wait,
1: I thought I thought t-
0: so. Apparently, Memphis isn't in a dry county.
1: Oh no,
0: man, it is wet as hell, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is um, uh, Tennessee has weird laws where they do county by county on specific rules, but right. there's no liquor stores open on Sundays or. Um, on federal holidays, and in certain counties they're dry. And then on in the town I grew up, where there is no such thing as brunch, uh, they do not serve liquor before noon on Sundays at a restaurant. But you can't buy beer at all on the Sunday, and you can't buy wine anywhere in Tennessee on a Sunday, even at the grocery stores.
2: Yeah. Right. We just legalized wine in grocery
1: legalized. stores.
0: Legalized. <laughs> well, see, Kansas is the same way, but you can't sell anything higher than 3-2 alcohol. In grocery stores, uh-huh. and so you have to go to a specific liquor store to get uh, anything higher than three point two percent alcohol. So anything like uh, any hard liquor or wine or beer, you have or to go proper to proper beer, right?
1: Yeah, um, I don't know what our limit is because I saw that Buffalo Sweat, which is a seven point two, and it was at that Kroger. But there's also a Cash saver that's selling like a ten percent, and we know that's not legal. <laughs> like I don't know how they got a hold of that.
0: But Oklahoma is even worse. I don't think you can sell cold beer in Oklahoma unless it's 3.2. Wow. I've heard of laws like that in other states. I feel sorry for those people. but, But my hometown is like 15 minutes from Missouri. So we would just drive over to Missouri if we wanted to buy anything on Sunday.
1: Right so essentially Missouri was loving that um, specific law in your county right because <laughs> that's how it was in Jackson and all the other places or Crockett County was a dry county and everybody would like flock to Jackson to buy their liquor mm-hmm yeah but now the liquor stores are really mad about the wine being sold in a uh, Kroger
2: <laughs> yeah they don't like it at all but I, I don't blame them but they've also had you know they've had their fun
1: well and they also have liquor right and <laughs>
0: In this area of the country, uh Kroger goes by Dillons.
1: That sounds like a made up name.
0: Nope. How do you spell that? D I L L O N S Dillons. I've never heard of a Dillons. That's cool.
1: No, is that is that actually part of the Kroger?
0: Yeah. I think so. Wow. I don't know if there was a merger at some point, but Dillons sells the Kroger brand. Wow. Huh.
1: Pickley Weekly's gone though everywhere. No, it's not. Are you sure?
2: It's in other southern states.
1: Oh yeah, it's not in Tennessee.
2: But no, uh anyway, Cash Saver yeah, this is came fascinating,
1: in. And, isn't it oh this is
2: this
0: is fascinating.
2: <laughs> well Piggly Wiggly, we owe the modern um grocery store model to those people.
0: Eh, it's neat. at
2: the Pink Palace Museum, Amy. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like,
1: eh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this so is an
0: excellent podcast about music, guys.
1: <laughs> oh god. Um well this is yeah.
0: I like drums. Yay!
1: I I like ukulele, yay. You like guitar there, right, Craig?
0: Sometimes. Let's we'll well, start like, a band.
1: We're just going to, like, I guess, record a shit ton of stuff, and then I'll cut it down and cram <laughs> it in. I don't know. I don't know. We've never done an interview before, so we don't no, know what we haven't. we're doing. Mm-hmm. I haven't. we I,
0: I haven't done a lot of guesting on podcasts, so we're all just winging this.
1: Yeah, just try to get yourself into Nerd Out Loud. I've never gotten myself into Nerd Out Loud, even though they keep saying I'll be on there.
0: I was on the episode with Christy that didn't have Jeremy on.
1: I know, I remember that. It was awesome. Interesting. Cuz you guys forgot to like say goodbye. You just cut I, off.
0: Yeah, I just I my 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 goal was just to wreck their format as much as possible. And I um, was very successful.
1: Well, I think like you just distracted Christy from the show sheet, right?
0: Yeah, I think she she emailed it to me, but yeah. It was, <laughs>
2: You cannot distract Amy from the show sheet. She actually prints out a physical sheet. Except for when I don't
1: make a a show sheet for, like, right now.
2: (laughs) Well, now is okay. We're just
0: chilling with Kregers.
1: Oh, okay. So how do you feel about being called (laughs) Kregers?
0: Well, you're not the first.
1: Uh, Jeremy calls you Kregers. I've
0: been called Kregers by a lot of people. A lot of people who have never met each other going back to, like, when I was very, very young. So it's not original. Sorry. But Sorry, it Jason. doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. It used to really bother me, but it doesn't bother me.
2: I never purported to be original, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I have no nicknames.
2: Do you know how many people make a joke that I'm Jason at Jason's Deli every day for the last nine years?
1: Well, that was your choice, there, bro. I don't. Know I needed
2: what... a job. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a job, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they hired you because your name's.
2: <laughs> no. Whatever. You don't have a nickname. No. Nope. That's going to change.
1: I'm just going to be called Fun Employed from here on out.
2: No, uh-uh. <laughs> your nickname is Pinkie Pie.
1: Oh, I guess. But everybody else will think I'm a brony.
2: You are a brony.
1: Except I'm a girl. And I don't make porn about ponies.
2: <laughs> In the brony documentary, they explain how technically... There's a lot more it's, porn
1: making. Just get it's on top non- and you can tell.
2: It's gender non-specific, <laughs> Amy. <laughs> it's
0: non-binary.
1: All right, so Jason, juice you <laughs>
0: I am learning more about Jason than I think I should.
1: Oh, there's so much, and I learn more about Jason every single week.
2: Fluttershy is my favorite pony.
1: Oh God! (laughs) 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 Shit's falling apart. (laughs) So okay, but who's your favorite band right now um, that you're listening to right now?
0: Oh well, that I'm listening to right now, I've. I, I I sent you an email uh, about that band, crying when their album "Beyond the Fleeting Gale," I think is what it's called. I've listened to that for like three weeks straight. Okay, I've been listening to the new AFI like crazy, okay. and uh, but my favorite band is a band called Manchester Orchestra, and almost nobody has heard of them. I love them I, so much.
1: I thought it was like the Milk Hotel people.
0: Yeah, I love Neutral Milk Hotel. I love that Neutral. band a lot. Yeah, but I uh, I wouldn't con- they they I mean. They haven't released an album since like 1999, so it's and they've only got uh, two albums, so it's yeah. And it's I didn't, hard to. I didn't get into them until after they broke up. I'm lucky that I've got to see them live because they randomly got back together and did a tour, so I've seen them. But and I listen to them when I'm not. I'm in a bummer mood, but I. I, I yeah. They're not my favorite band.
1: But the Those... blue album always is on rotation. Yes, right from Weezer. Okay. Yes,
0: the, that's my uh, favorite album.
1: Uh, have you picked out what protest song you want us to, like, shoehorn into the I last did, part of the episode? I
0: didn't know this was a protest episode going in. I was under the impression that it was a covers episode. <laughs> what? But... Aww. We bait and switched, Greg. Uh, but, but like a <laughs> fortunately, uh, for as far as protests go, I mean, just about anything by Rise Against. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, Rage Against the Machine. I've been walking around a lot lately saying... Uh, Land of the Free, whoever told you that is your enemy And, uh, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me <laughs>
1: <laughs> I won't do what you tell me I think we'll go ahead and put that one up into the, the show What do you think?
0: <laughs> I like it
1: Well, uh, my my epi- uh, my song is, um, maybe you know, it's M.I.A.'s Borders Have you heard uh, that one?
2: I've probably heard it, but I don't know it uh, I heard it because Amy played
0: it for me
1: Yeah, <laughs> I thought it—it's not very radio friendly.
0: <laughs> I have—I getting back to a uh, rise. I have a hyper Republican cousin mm-hmm. who I'm likes sorry. good music, and so one day she was listening to aI uh, "I Don't Want to Be Here Anymore" by rise, rise Against, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I don't think you know what that song's about." <laughs> 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 That's that song's awesome. about everything you're against and the irony of this you sharing this on facebook as a protest of where the government where the country is going yeah wow Whoa. yeah i Whoa. think that kind
1: of that actually that action by the cousin kind of encompasses everything that led to <laughs> donald trump <laughs> just all of that is how that ended up happening i think
2: i've learned a lot about craig and i'm <laughs> glad he came on the show
1: i'm glad i got you to listen to eureka podcast I'm
2: glad you did too.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you, I, I, I mean, I, it's, it's still, t- it's a little surreal at this point because we don't get a lot of downloads. So when people do listen and they like it, it's, it's nice. It's,
1: <laughs> we don't have a lot of downloads either.
0: <laughs> it's, it, it can be kind of rough because when you first start doing it, of course you're obsessing over the numbers and it's not helpful at all.
1: I haven't shown Jason the numbers yet. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe you could get someone from Nerd Out Live to sign you up for a bot account to just start just randomly downloading your podcast episodes.
1: Ooh, we should do that. Huh? It would inflate us. I don't
2: want to fake it.
1: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mind. Why saying are you that. holding
2: back the numbers? Is this like the time my mom wouldn't tell me what my real IQ was?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just I see them. I'm like, you know, it's not bad for 18 episodes in or 17 episodes in. But it's not over 100.
2: Okay, well, <laughs> thanks, Mom. Sorry. <laughs> right. Are you going to steal all my tie-dye
0: shirts and take them to Grandma's house now? So
1: I'm going to donate them to Goodwill. Uh, do you have any tie-dye, Craig?
0: My mom is hardcore at tie-dye, so yes, I have more tie-dye than I ever wanted to own.
1: And do you wear the tie-dye?
0: No. <laughs> no, not outside. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's sleep shirts. <laughs> Only when I'm painting. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I painted t- tie-dye shirts.
2: It's my painting shirt. I don't wear a lot of tie-dye anymore, but I always said when I grew up that I would get my right arm sleeve tattooed in tie-dye.
1: Dude, you were that wearing sounds- tie-dye last Thursday.
2: That
0: sounds like a lot of work.
2: It does. It's I- a lot I don't- of pain. I don't remember last Thursday, Amy.
1: I remember last Thursday. There was tie-dye.
0: Okay. It happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's in my blood. <laughs> I've never smoked the marijuana. I don't got no <laughs> tattoos. I did not a, inhale. i just a square. The <laughs> the only- <laughs> you just a square?
1: <laughs> hey, Craig, you don't have any tattoos?
0: Mm-hmm. No ah. tattoos, no piercings. Craig, didn't you know that it's hip to be a square? <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Bringing it back to Huey Lewis.
1: <laughs> Huey Lewis
2: in the news, everyone. Oh, you
1: see, that is how you do a callback. Wow. So, yeah, you're tattooed, right, Jason?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty tattooed. Yeah. I have...
1: More square footage covered than you, though.
2: No, you definitely do. You have some really intricate stuff, though. Mine's basic,
0: <laughs> basic. Things.
2: Except for my Jimi Hendrix.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't like anything enough to put it on me.
1: Uh, what you do is you make sure it's like a diary situation, and make sure that you really like stuff that's really cute. So I, I can look down and be like, "Oh, everything's so cute," and because I'm that kind of person, I'm, I'm happy.
0: I'm much too jaded.
1: <laughs> well, at least you can admit it. <laughs> but I have teapots and lollipops and stuff like that on me.
2: I've got Jimi Hendrix, Iron Butterfly, John Lennon, Albert Einstein,
1: and and the time signature.
0: I think if I was ever going to get the closest I ever got to getting a t- tattoo, I probably would have gotten an Autobots logo. But then, <gasps> but then yes. uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. It.
1: Michael Bay fucked that up. Ugh. So yeah, good good decision in the in the hindsight there. Yeah. Because Jesus Christ, you can't <laughs> say Transformers without just seeing explosions in your brain.
0: I didn't hate the first movie, but the second one they could one, have stopped. Yeah, it was.
1: <laughs> they should have just stopped.
0: Just they should have. Optimus I Prime wish they with would. flames still bothers me.
1: Optimus Prime doing what?
0: With flames.
1: Oh God. Just all of it. There's just like there's so many gears and stuff, and so much shit on the screen that it's just impossible. Yeah, it's a
2: sensory overload. It's a bumblefuck.
1: It's a Michael Bay film. There's yep. the problem. Yep. So, uh, anything else you want to add here, Craig? Uh, I don't know. I'm, You're supposed to say that you do have the best taste in music.
0: I do have a pretty great taste in music. I'm.
1: I mean, probably the best. But the, the email said taste. you had the best. I, I
0: probably the best. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how I get this. Uh. I don't know how to get this verified and uh, notarized, but uh, I'm I, I I I I'm pretty snotty about the music I listen to.
2: Listen, you don't have to have it notarized, Craig. I'm here. I approve of your taste. <laughs> I have. I too have the best taste. It is the bestest taste in music. Everyone loves my taste. It's in the music. most
1: tremendous taste.
2: Uh, so as as a music oh elitist God. bastard, I approve of your taste, <laughs> and you've done good. You've done real good.
1: I don't know if you're doing a Trump impression or not.
2: No, that last part was me.
1: <laughs> it feels like a Trump impression.
0: I li- listen. I listen to all the bands, all the best bands. They make the best musics. It's. <laughs> Tremendous music Trump's favorite band is Three
2: Doors Down now Oh god
0: (laughs) Did you see the clip Where someone had um, Copied They had had taken out the uh, Three Doors Down audio and replaced it with Smash Mouth
1: (laughs) I haven't seen it And so
0: then then they copied in A clip of Donald Trump singing along With um, (laughs) God Bless the USA And and they, but they had laid it over a certain part of the uh, All Star by Smash Mouth, and it lyriced out perfect. And it's, I'll have to, I'll retweet it. It's, it's pretty fantastic.
2: Please, that sounds really dope.
1: This sounds like something we'll put into the show notes. I'm going to somehow try to get this cut down to 20 minutes. Good luck. <laughs> I can do it. You could, you re-
0: you could release it as a two part episode.
1: I'm actually thinking we could.
0: Whoa. I
1: think we might just do a part one and part two.
2: Mind blown.
0: Yeah, we we did that a couple times early on with Eureka. Well, then,
2: uh, okay. If this, if the first part of this appears on episode 18, the next part appears on episode 19. What's the theme of episode
1: 19? No, 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 no. We'll do a protest part one, protest part two.
0: And so then you play, then you play a rise against, and then you play a rage against the machine song. A rise against and a rage against. A rise against the machine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, there's our episode titles. (laughs) <laughs> right there,
2: oh, I thought it would be like another brick in the
0: wall
1: <laughs> no i don't I don't know if you know this, but Pink Floyd might be a little over no.
0: Craig, what's your opinion? I appreciate Pink Floyd in moderation, but I can never listen to them a lot. I find David Gilmore's guitar playing to be pretentious.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen more closely next time I listen to it.
0: I don't think so at all. He might be pretentious personally, but but, but he's got i mean that's having said that they i mean like uh Run Jason's
1: is, eyes twitching
0: Run is one of my favorite guitar riffs ever and so I don't know I just like every jerk off with a guitar knows how to play Wish You Were Here every I
1: mean every bass player knows how to play Money
0: See I mean I think that's I mean you must be doing something right if you do stuff like that but I I don't know
1: It's not Freebird at least
0: Fuck
2: that song <laughs> Have it's you gone. still listened to all 10 minutes of Freebird Amy?
0: Nope. Not gonna. Why not? Can't have, make me. Have you are, Do you Are you guys Modest Mouse fans? <laughs> oh I love yes. Modest Mouse. Have you heard the live album? No. No. So Modest Mouse used to take requests on their shows. And so there's a, uh, and so that became a bit during their shows. And so he's kind of riffing in between songs and someone yells, play Freebird And then I'm not going to ruin it for you because you're just going to go find it because it's too glorious for me to try and ruin. But he winds up going on a two minute rant about why they won't play Freebird And it's glorious.
1: Oh yes. I need to, I can't. I
0: like it. it. Uh
2: yeah. My first garage band, we actually practiced Freebird every week.
1: Oh, God. Uh,
2: For the one time that someone requested it, we'd be able to play it.
1: Did anyone ever request it?
2: That band never saw a stage. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: I totally see now how Eureka ends up being like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, it's... It's it's enjoyable, though.
0: Because it's fun to hang out with Craig.
1: Oh, when's the next one drop? Uh Friday. Friday
0: probably. We had we recorded last night. Um I don't even remember what we talked about.
1: I I have no idea what you talked about.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure it was great stuff. The best stuff. All many people are saying this. It was the best podcast. <laughs> That's
2: so awesome. This Eureka podcast is huge.
1: It's huge.
2: <laughs> it's huge. It's the hugest. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Actually, thanks, Craig, for the idea of making this a two-parter.
0: <laughs> we can keep
1: our rage going for like two weeks. All right. Did you like being on, Craig?
0: I did. I had a lot of fun.
1: Do you like being the first guest?
0: I take great pleasure in being the first. I will. No one can ever take that from me.
1: <laughs> Nobody can take you being the first <laughs> ear, the ear, the first, I guess, ear, but I don't know. We haven't named this I'm the, the first yet.
0: official ear buddy. I mean, people <gasps> can be... People can be posers, and they can they can participate all they want on the message board. But I'm the real ear buddy,
1: <laughs> and he's in our ears right now. That's true. We can hear him in our ears. Yeah, it's-
2: all up in there. <laughs> oh, <gross.
1: laughs> oh. oh, thank you so much, Craig. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. Seriously, and, and Tell- if I
0: didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't have come on. So. <laughs> for uh, just for the record Craig
2: uh, where can our earbuds and earworms listeners find you online other than Facebook
0: um, uh, I'm at an average Gatsby um, the Eureka podcast is at Eureka podcast um, I mean that's basically it yep. um, excellent if you uh-huh. care about my co-host he's at eight no Swayze.
1: and just have fun spelling that one
2: <laughs> it's
0: I already follow him, so I don't have to. <laughs> Though I do know how to spell it. There is no reason to not be able to spell Swayze. I mean, come on.
1: It's like not knowing how to spell Gatsby.
0: Gatsby's pretty True. easy. If you can't spell Gatsby, then I don't want you following me anyway. <laughs> Somebody could mistakenly put a Z in it. What? Well, and then they're and they're perfectly fine following an imposter and just being <laughs> dumb. That's fine.
1: Thank you. And
0: now that I've officially recorded, we'll plug this the next time we record.
1: Interviews always work out better whenever you tell the person which song to pick before the interview, right, Jason?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Because <laughs> I'd forgotten that I said we were going to do covers when we scheduled the interview.
2: Um, I think hopefully Craig will forgive us. Do you forgive us, Craig?
1: I'm sure Craig forgives us.
2: <laughs> um, a- again, over, overwhelming response to um, our post in the Facebook group about protest songs that there's probably more than two episodes there, but we're going to condense it to two episodes because uh, I think a three part would make Amy pretty nervous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> we'll figure out if this one works out first. So Jason, of course, um, we decided that we were going to pick two more protest songs for this episode between us. So what did you bring to the table?
2: It's by Big Bill Brainsey. It's called I Wonder When I'll Be Called a Man. When Uncle
1: Sam called me, I knew that I'd be called a real McCoy. And I got an army that just called me Soldier Boy. I wonder when. I wonder
0: win. I wonder when will I get to be called a man. Do I have to wait like at 93?
2: All right, digging deep into some acoustic uh, blues music this week. Uh, Big Bill Brunzi was considered early on country blues. Um, I guess basically he's just telling a story uh, about a world where Jim Crow exists.
1: Even recently, calling uh, a man of color boy is very derogatory. And that's mostly what this song is going into is like, hey, boy, do this is... Really one of these old southern terrible things. I actually learned about that because my mom was a teacher in the sixties. My stepmom was, and she was always having to deal with people verbally abusing her students and calling them boy and yelling at them from across the street. It may not like even from, I guess, the privilege standpoint. Some people might not even realize how derogatory boy is.
2: I mean I do I do have a story about a a group of musician friends two two black guys, one white guy and one white girl. And this this white girl happened to turn in a one way the wrong way and when her two black friends approached her, a cop stopped her and then called both of them boy.
1: This this in re- relation to Jim Crow laws and everything like that is um yeah, it's deep seated especially around here. When, as a man, when will I start being called man? And that was a big question. And sometimes it still is, even now.
2: Right. He can he can die for his country, but he can't be called a man. Right. That's that's where or, I'm a man comes from.
1: Right. Or even sir. Correct. Right. So um, that's yeah. I went with something a little more current.
2: <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're gonna span a hundred years here. Tell me what you brought.
1: Um, I brought a it's a brand new song it was released three months ago in relation to a, a project started by Dave Eggers it's called Demagogue and it's by Franz Bergman So, I was trying to find more of a poppy, like, protest song because that's what I like. And I couldn't use any Lady Gaga and uh, anything that Pink released. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that Pink released was um, mostly about George W. Bush. So, I was like, well, that's not necessarily like amazingly. I can't believe this. Like, Bush was awful. He started a lot of nonsense and he did some very oppressive things. But. I'm now into this new administration. And every single day, I'm just like, wow, I can't believe how much worse this is than I thought it would be. And so demagogue is, of course, what the current president is, is a demagogue. He is a loud, blustery man who has come in to shake things up, but not necessarily for the good. And I didn't really understand the word demagogue until I listened to a lot of on the media. And so I was really glad to hear this song and that there's protest music being made. It's now part of this project called A A Thousand Days, A Thousand Songs. And so it's going to be a protest song for a thousand days. It originally was going to be 30 days and 30 songs. And that wasn't enough.
2: Well, yeah, maybe we can add another 400 songs on there (laughs) and we can have enough to go for four years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Um, it's an interesting project. There's Moby is on there and all sorts of bands. Death Cab for Cutie.
2: Ooh. Yeah, I know. Uh, Yeah, I really like Franz Ferdinand. Um, I really kind of like the way that the beat is broken up in this song. Mm Mm-hmm. Just to speak about the music, obviously I I like what it's saying, um, but yeah, it's 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 a good tune.
1: Yeah, I like it. I don't like it's it's so fresh and new, so it's really kind of hard to have a lot of the emotional um, attachment that we have to some of the songs that our
2: earbuddies Ear
1: brought. So, um, I have a lot more emotional attachment to some of these. So,
2: I, I do, I do as well. We'll get into that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Silver brought us a song that I hadn't heard before, mostly because I'm not very familiar with Joan Baez. And this one is called, um, Deportee Plane Wreck at Los Gatos Canyon. The crops are rolling. their Cre so
2: done they're flying back to that Mexican border.
0: They took all the money he
1: made in his life.
2: My brothers and sisters came working the fruit. Trees. All right. Um, yeah, so I did a little research on this so I knew what plane wreck at Los Gatos Canyon was about. Um, it's it's about a plane full of deportees and uh, Woody Guthrie wrote this song and was so mad. That no one would was reporting on the names of these all these people that died in this plane crash
1: who but, were being deported to Mexico.
2: Correct, and the the news would only refer to them as deportees and wouldn't say their names. Yeah. Good, good selection, Silver.
1: And speaking of Woody Guthrie,
2: oh, we have a selection from Rachel. It's uh, well, it's about? <laughs> Fred Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said the T word.
1: No, it's the current president's father.
2: We have a selection called uh, I Ain't Got No Home, Old Man Trump by the Missin' Cousins. I ain't got no home I'm just a rambling round Just a wandering world
1: go ahead and link to the article about Woody Guthrie and Trump's father right here. So, look in the show notes. You'll see the link. It'll tell the whole story.
2: We have a suggestion from Koleon. Fight the power about public enemies.
0: We <laughs> Be- 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 are not- the same. No, one are not the same. We don't not know the no game. Mom. What we need is awareness. We can't get careless. You Who say, what, what is this? Let's get down to business. Make some defensive fitness.
1: This is a really good First Amendment anthem. <laughs> I like this song a lot, and I also really like the message of this song about representation and having your rights and your First Amendment and, you know, being seen and not being oppressed.
2: Being seen and showing up and standing up for what you believe in. Yeah. Not not, not being uh, an armchair quarterback. <laughs> All right. Uh Now we have a selection from Ken. This is, for what it's worth, 1967, Buffalo Springfield. There's battle lines being wrong.
0: Nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Young people speak in their minds. I'm getting so much resistance from behind. Every time we stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody, look what's going
2: down!
0: What a field day for the heat!
1: I remember the very first time I heard this song. Because that's when my dad told me that he was actually in the Vietnam War. So I was like, what? And so actually my whole introduction to the anti-war movement came from this song. So I was really glad when I saw Ken suggest it because I never knew who sang it.
2: Oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) now you know.
1: Yep. But my dad loved this song so much.
2: Um I love it too and I've played it many times with friends. Um it's just and it's a really good sing along. When I think of this song, I, song I think of America.
1: Well, you only have to hear that like first guitar lick and you know what the song is after you've heard it that first time and it it's a very strong anti-war song which I mean it's very powerful especially for what was happening during the vietnam war to soldiers and people on both sides so i just really i like it and i'm sentimental about this song cuz eh, i always associate the song too with my dad and him being peaceful and not really fighting in the vietnam war even though he went
2: my my dad avoided it by being in the navy reserve
1: My dad joined the Air Force, so he wouldn't have to do anything.
2: (laughs) Go, Dad!
1: (laughs) My dad tried to avoid being in the war, and then he had to go because he flunked out of college. Dang. Yeah, and then he didn't like working for the railroad. And so, well, I'm about to be drafted, going to join the Air Force. There you go. Yep. Handled it. (laughs) So, um, did we get any feedback this week, Jason?
2: Not really. No. Oh. It's
1: okay, guys. It's a two-parter. Y'all guys got to rest too. We kind of had to rest, I guess, a
2: little bit. Hey, but hey, y'all y'all don't y'all don't have to slack off. You can email and call us. And they
1: were too busy protesting. Let the folks protest.
2: <laughs> they can protest while they suggest. <laughs> don't let them give it a rest. Give us your best. Is 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 that
1: on your next sign? For the next march
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> so um what do we love this week
2: sam barsky
1: i finally won i won guys i won <laughs> i've worn jason down over this for the past three weeks
2: <laughs> it's it's partly that it also happens that the day we record this uh a random mutual facebook friend happened to be talking to him on facebook and well, anyway, Amy, you should you should tell us about Sam Barsky.
1: Okay, Sam Barsky. I love Sam Barsky so much right now. He is the light in the bad news cycles of the past month. He knits sweaters. And he he knits sweaters, but he makes them with a pattern for where he wants to go or places he's been, and then he wears the sweaters to the places he's knit over 70 sweaters he's a delight i love sam barsky
2: he's kind of a magician
1: he makes t-shirt sweaters for when it's hot outside too and he just finished a a sweater for groundhog's day oh and he finished it like right in front of npr
2: oh i
1: love sam barsky
2: and npr
1: and sam barsky likes lady gaga
2: he does. Uh, he told me on Facebook he very much enjoyed her halftime performance as well.
1: Sam Barsky. If you guys, um, y'all need to check him out. He, it's the art. I think it's called the artistry of Sam Barsky on Facebook. It's a fan group and you can just see him and he has interviews and you can see all the pictures of his sweaters. And Jason, Jason was fighting me on loving it. But I finally won, and Jess- Jason finally sees the whimsy of these amazing sweaters.
2: I do. It makes me want to wear sweaters again.
1: I told you, you didn't want to, like Sam Barsky, but I
2: brought you to the
1: dark side. The wool dark side.
2: No, Sam Barsky himself <laughs> brought me over to the light side.
1: Yeah. So, if you want to talk to us about sweaters, you can go ahead and tweet us at
2: E and E pod. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to talk to me about how many Woody Guthrie and Neil Young songs are in this show, you can find me at the JV guarantee.
1: Or if you want to know how to properly wash a sweater, you can reach me at Madam Walllight Also, I can probably get a hold of a nice like pink hat pattern for you just in case. Marches are coming.
2: Marches are coming. You need more pink hats. <laughs>
1: You can still reach Craig, our amazing interviewee, at an average Gatsby on Twitter and...
2: At Eureka Podcast.
1: Aw, thank you, Craig. You're awesome.
2: Thanks, Craig. Rock on with your bad self.
1: Now, you can reach us in on the Facebook world at Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group. Where you can make your suggestions. We'll be putting a poll up soon about what our next show is going to be. A relief from, I guess, like the protest political talk from this episode. And you can also email us
2: at eandepod at gmail.com. You can also find us online at eandepod.com apart. Of the Ten Seven Ten Network.
1: Yes. Yeah, so and Nerd Out Loud just came out with a really amazing episode with uh Jesse Dollimore from I Doubt It With Dollimore. If you really want to talk about like they get deep into politics and it's really interesting. So I definitely suggest it. It's a break from their normal format, but I find Jesse Dollimore absolutely fascinating and very intelligent when he's talking.
2: Yeah, he's very interesting.
1: Yeah, I like him. He's very he's filled with uh anger lately. For some reason.
2: Hmm, I wonder why. Hmm.
1: <laughs> and if you need to go ahead and buy yourself some glitter or some pink yarn or knitting needles, you can re- uh you can go through our Amazon link, which is Endpod.com slash Amazon, where you can get all of your protesting needs met. Oh, and Valentine's Day. It's maybe you can get some two day shipping.
2: Uh yeah, yeah. You can buy um <laughs> Uh, Maybe some political adult coloring books there. Uh, You can maybe find paper dolls of presidential families. (laughs) Um,
1: And where would you reach us if you have, like, one of these phones?
2: Right. If you can't find us electronically or otherwise, you can give us a call at 731-400-BUDS, that's BUDS, or... 731-400-2837.
1: 731-400-2837.
2: And have your voice heard on this quaint little podcast. <laughs> you can be a part of it. We're giving you so many ways.
1: <laughs> well, and also, Craig, who essentially named our episodes? We can't finish out a protest episode without Rage Against the Machine. I mean, obviously.
2: Well, right. We finished the, the previous part one. We finished it with Rise Against.
1: But you can't protest without Rage Against the Machine.
2: Exactly. Hence, Rise Against the Machine.
1: (laughs) So we're using Craig's suggestion Know Your Enemy by Rage Against the Machine. Fix it and post.